What is up, you beautiful people? Welcome back to the Built on Bitcoin podcast. Where we're covering everything going on in the Stacks ecosystem. I am your humble host, Jake Blockchain. And uh, yeah, this is our This Week in Stacks episode. Where we're covering everything that happened in the past seven days or so. And let's just jump right into it. First off, we have... There's a new uh, program inside the ecosystem. There's all kinds of ways that they're supporting people inside Stacks, whether it's grants, residencies, the Accelerator, which is now more broadly Stacks Ventures to support all levels of uh, funding. Uh, But they found one need where the Accelerator is typically for people who are very early, early stage companies, uh, give them some very early seed funding, some curriculum to you know, sharpen their idea, um, teach them how to pitch, and then demo day happens. Hopefully they secure funding, and then they can go and and, uh, bring their idea to life even faster. The issue they found is that some people, the condensed format of the accelerator, which is typically about three months, was too aggressive. There's just too much to learn, and their idea wasn't quite ready to uh, be under the chopping block for that kind of condensed curriculum. So there's a new uh, program out there, which I've talked about in a previous podcast, called the Web 3.0 Founders Lab, uh, being run by this guy, Albert Liang. The reason I bring all this up is because if you want to learn a little more about what actually that is, besides the blog posts that are out there, Kyle Ellicott and Albert did a podcast together, and you can listen to that and get a little more about what you can expect if you do have an idea and you want to see if maybe you're the right fit for what they're doing. Uh, so I dropped the link in the description. Check that out. Um, it's like 25 minutes long. And if you are a builder and you're thinking about going the accelerator, um, this might be a good place to first start um, before you go more proper into the uh, Stacks AC. All right, next up, I had a fantastic podcast with Alex Chizik. Alex is the head of listings and community at OKCoin. And we talked about a bunch of stuff. We talked about Ukraine, because he had the Ukrainian background, and I wanted to get his take on what he thinks about Ukraine's use of crypto to help fund their aid. Because if you haven't been paying attention, um, early on in the war, they were using Twitter very, very uh, cleverly, and were pretty crypto-native very early on. And he gave some interesting takes on how the speed of payment, uh, especially with crypto, can be a lifesaver. We also talk about strategy and what does that mean in the fast-moving world of crypto and how he thinks about listing assets on top of a bunch of other things. So highly recommend. If you haven't listened to that podcast yet, I'm biased, but I think it's a good one. So check that one out. There was another big integration into the Hero Wallet, OKCoin. Now can be you can purchase stacks directly into your Hero Wallet uh, by using the Buy tab with MoonPay, Transact, and now OKCoin. Uh, Unfortunately, it doesn't support US residents. I'm sure it's some legal BS. Um, But yeah, it's one more option for people outside of the US. Um, You can use OKCoin, just log in when you click the button, it will ask you to log into your OKCoin account, and boom, you're ready to go. Uh, Moving on, there was another monthly Stacks Miner call with Zan, and Jude, and this one had a bunch of other people, so they kind of like advertised it a little more. People wanted to like ask questions while it was going on, so it was a pretty big Zoom call, 
and they talk a little bit more de- in deeply about uh, the creation of potential stacks mining pools, which was interesting. Uh, but yeah, if you're a, a mining nerd and want to watch that one, I'll drop the link also down below. Um, Injective Labs, there was an announcement from Injective Labs. They do some kind of advanced trading thing called Futures, which I'm not super familiar with. But apparently now you can trade uh, STX and Tether as a pair and use leverage to do something with that. I'm I'm assuming you put in Tether and then you can buy 5x of that amount of Tether. So if you put in $100, you could then put in buy $500 worth of stacks on that leverage. Um, Something there's some stuff here about margin calls and being liquidated, I guess. Um, I just know these terms. I don't really know how they work, so I'm not going to speak too much on that. But I thought it was interesting, and uh, people said it was big news, so it's, it's in this video. Uh, next up, next up, moving on. Miami Coin Web3 Developer Bootcamp officially started a few days ago. There was over 100 developers that are in this current cohort. And uh, yeah, so the work continues to bring city coins to life, operationalize the city coins, especially Miami coin, uh, as kind of like the really strong first case. And uh, yeah, so it's gonna be interesting to see what comes out of this out of this program. But just just to kind of like put the the cherry on top, again, I think one of the most powerful things about uh, software, open source, and city coins is that what's built for Miami coin can pretty easily be ported to all the cities once you build it. So these things have a, a exponential effect on them where, and like a flywheel, where once you build, you know, the first 5, 10, 20 apps, uh, you can port them everywhere. You don't have to reinvent the wheel every time. So super, super uh, powerful idea. And I know we've been watching the Cinequins protocol upgrade and everyone's excited. Um, but we're still kind of just waiting for what's really going to happen. Um, and I think it's I think it's going to be slowly, 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 and then suddenly, just probably just like stacks. All right, two more things. Uh, Alex dropped their roadmap for the year, and it's crazy. Um, I'll give the highlight kind of like cliff notes, but I'll also drop their medium post in the description. Highly, highly, highly recommend you read it. But first, in Q2, uh, a couple things they're going to drop. They're going to add support for city coins. So Miami Coin and New York City Coin will be allowed uh, t- to be swapped on the platform. So that's fantastic. There's a little more flexibility for your tokens. Um, and they're also going to start to offer their uh, lending feature or their borrowing feature. And the way they're going to start with this, at least in the first uh, first example, is you can put up deposit auto Alex, and then you can borrow Alex. So if you're not familiar with with Alex uh, and what they do, they have a native token called Alex, and there's another token called auto Alex, and you'll see it as AT Alex, and this is an auto stacking token. So typically when you uh, stack your tokens, you say you stack 100 Alex, and then every three days roughly, which is how long a cycle is, you'll get your rewards. So, you know, two Alex as a reward or whatever the current APR is. But you have to harvest those. So you have to go in every cycle and harvest those with the transaction confirm and then put it back in if you want to stake it or hold them or you can swap them out for a different token. 
So it's two transactions. With Auto Alex, once you hold the Auto Alex, every cycle, it just takes that amount, and whatever you would have gotten as reward, it spins it into more Auto Alex. So you don't have to waste that transaction, and you get the powerful effect of compounding with no missed cycles. Powerful idea. Uh, so now if you hold Auto Alex, um, you can deposit those and get more of that token. That's in this quarter. Q3, they're going to expand that functionality to allow uh, stable coins and XBTC. So the examples that were kind of given were you can deposit XUSD, which is a wrapped version of USDC, and maybe you can borrow some XBTC, which is wrapped BTC. Or the inverse, maybe you have some XBTC that you want to deposit, and then you can borrow some stable coins and go and spend it as you wish. So that's coming in Q3. Uh, in that same Q3, they said they're gonna bring the wrapped bridge, which like everyone's been freaking out about. And what that will mean is you could take actual USDC, um, and I'm not sure how the wallet functionality will work, whether it has to be a MetaMask or Coinbase or whatever. Uh, that wasn't clear. I don't think I saw that in the post. Uh, but you could take native USDC or native Bitcoin and then bring that into Stacks as a wrapped asset as XUSD or XBTC, and then use it on the Alex platform. So huge, huge, huge for opening up liquidity uh, and coming into Stacks. And again, this is marked for coming in in Q3. And then Q4, uh, they'll be moving to Alex 2, which is their next big evolution of their platform, as if everything I just said wasn't enough. Uh, and this is where they're going to have their next level of scalability solutions. So we all know hyperchains are coming and they're doing basically what hyperchains are going to do. Um, they're using their own solution apparently. They do say that they'll be hyperchain ready and uh, they kind of put that in quotes so like whenever it's fully functional uh, they can move over to that when they need but it sounds like to make sure they covered all their bases and to make sure that you know you never know what's going to happen when with uh, you know, de devs building in the background how long it will take to make it perfectly ready. Uh, they were just steady doing their own thing in the background to make sure they can deliver the best possible experience for users. So they built their own solution and that should be going live in Q4 is what's marked. So uh, that will allow much, much, much faster trades, much faster transaction times. Uh, you can open up things like an advanced high volume order book for trading, uh, you can do high-volume NFT minting, uh, things like that. So, big news for Alex. Excited to see what that what comes of that. And, uh, yeah, there's one more thing I want to end on. Uh, there's a tweet by John Ennis, who is the CEO and founder of Neoswap. By the way, if you haven't tried a Neoswap party, um, follow them on Twitter and hop in some of those. They're super, super cool. Their idea is... Uh, fantastic once you try it out. So anyways, he uh, he tweeted, you know, I don't understand the the idea of stacks to 100. Like, isn't stacks a utility token? So why is everyone banking on number go up when uh, the whole point of stacks is to be a gas token? And uh, yeah, it got me it got me thinking really about is that a good idea to hold in your head? Um, you know, is is holding stacks to want to go to 100 because you believe in it uh, even feasible and I'll just I'll just riff for a minute on my take 
um, I think there's some truth there for sure. Like uh, it's been stated by many people in Stacks that Stacks is the programming layer. And so what that means is that ideally Stacks would be invisible. So you would just, uh, you know, use bridges like what Alex is bringing uh, or use LN swap and lightning payments and sponsored transactions. And you wouldn't ever know that you're using Stacks. You just pay in lightning and then you get an NFT in your hero wallet which in the future will definitely be stacks and Bitcoin in one wallet. Which, again, like, it's kind of crazy that doesn't exist right now. Like, we just have stacks and SIP10 tokens uh, in our wallet, and we can't hold native Bitcoin in our stacks wallet, which is supposed to be built on Bitcoin. So I think we all know Bitcoin support is going to come to the Hero Wallet, and that's going to make things feel a lot more native, and in the future, it's probably safe to say on a long enough time horizon, maybe two, three years, um, I would guess that most of the way that people are going to spend in the Stacks ecosystem will be through Bitcoin. And most of the transactions that you'll uh, pay for things with will be sponsored transactions, meaning that the person who runs the platform, or let's say I'm an NFT uh, collection minting, uh, I would just factor in the fee into the mint price, I would pay it in Stacks, and they would just pay me the Bitcoin. So I think the bulk of the things are going to go that way. And so the two main ways that you're going to be using stacks is hidden sponsored transactions and stacking. And the current number for stacking is about 500 million stacks are locked up in, in uh, stacking. And the current floating uh, number of stacks out there is like 1.3 billion. So something like 40% of stacks are locked up. So that's a good number. Um... But I think the variable here is you're probably not going to see stacks. Like there's a, there's a comparison of stacks and ETH, um, but people hold ETH to hold value. So when you're holding a board ape or you're holding uh, ETH, they want that to be ultrasound money. And so people are holding ETH and it has that huge market cap because they're not just treating it. Uh, to pay transaction fees, they're holding it as if it is money and spending it and trading it on DeFi as if it is money. Stacks, is, it doesn't have that stated goal and it probably won't ever be that. And so what it looks like as far as people wanting to get into stacking to get that nice Bitcoin yield or how much transaction fees do come through um, and then maybe some niche players that want to spend stacks for their NFTs. Um I just don't know where that number sits. I don't know if it's, uh, you know, stacks to 100 or stacks to 50 or stacks to 47.5. It's like the happy equilibrium. But, uh, yeah, that tweet just made me think, and I wanted to give some perspective from my take on, you know, we all want price to go up, number to go up, and we all believe in stacks. But it's good to have a healthy, like, dose of realism of, like, what, if the goal is to be the programming layer, uh, what's the real goal of stacks? And if we understand that, uh, what's the number it could realistically go up to? So, yeah, that's my thoughts for the week. Uh, thank you for tuning in. This has been another episode of the This Week in Stacks Built on Bitcoin podcast. And, uh, yeah, until then, I'll see you guys next week. Peace. <music>
But I'll be right here waiting. I've been waiting now. I've been trying to figure out a way to make it out. Make it out, cause I don't think about 